Okay, great. Okay, great. Great. Are you gonna give it a countdown or something? Three, two, one. <laughs> okay, great. Oh, look, here I am again. Sitting in my room and texting all my friends Asking if someone would want to get a drink Anything or anyone so I don't have to think I'm sorry, did you say something? I couldn't hear you over the noise of these loud, loud thoughts I'm sorry, but I'm in my head Trying to find my way to you, but I'm fucking lost I got those Sunday scares on a Friday afternoon Start the party early, so it won't fade away too soon Okay, great! Hi everyone! Hello everyone! Hello, Kaisos, what are you oh, stuffing in your gob right now? <laughs> I have this it looks disgusting, I, whatever. I it, lo- it looks issue. like congealed cum is what it looks like. I have this issue where lately mashed potatoes have been my preferred breakfast food. <laughs> That's disgusting. Is there garlic the in them they too? Used to be one of my least favorite foods. Yeah, I hate mashed well, potatoes. Well, there's like a little bit of vegetable. There's a leftover like little pea. turkey burger a from last pea. night. So it's a cute little, it feels like a Thanksgiving meal. <laughs> I think I want to say on behalf of everyone who listens to this podcast, thank you for waiting to eat until we record. It's very. Oh no, uh, I started before. Oh, I see. Um, I picture you to be one of the types who makes mashed potatoes where there's definitely lumps in it. Is that? Um, the case? I don't really care about lumps or not lumps. Okay, but that wasn't the question. Um, I mean, there's lumps. There's in probably it. a little bit of lump because Do I don't like. I get tired. I get bored. I'm yeah, like, I'm ready I, I to figured. Eat. But my grandfather used to. Um, if my mom's mashed potatoes weren't completely pureed, if he came oh. across a lump, he would gag in front of everyone at the dinner table. <laughs> it's drama, drama. Um, I have a really good mashed potatoes recipe that I didn't make today because I, or not yesterday, today, yesterday, whatever, whenever I made this, but it's like cream cheese and avocado mashed potatoes. So it kind of feels like a dip. Yeah. Well, uh, that's, Amazing. I'm into, that's probably why I'm into that. Um, before we start today, I have a little <laughs> surprise that's not really a surprise because you know about it. But um, oh, I forgot, so tell me. Last week, I complained about my friend Andrew, Andrew, who, oh, who yes, 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 uh, yes. ordered some Starbucks meal or not meals, but drinks. And it always it felt like a meal. Me. It took so long. And exactly. they pretty much prepped it in the kitchen for the time it would take to right. make mashed potatoes and cream cheese and avocado. Exactly. What I'd like to do today is uh, Andrew has sent in a little response to Mm. last week's episode. Do we want to hear it, everyone? I think we want to hear it. I'm pretty sure we all want to hear it. So I'm going to play that for everyone right now. Um, So let me put my screen up here. Yeah, I only listened to the beginning and then I got bored, Andrew. Oh, okay. Well, wow. (laughs) That's really something. Andrew's going to hate me. He's going to think I'm so mean. And you know what? I am Andrew. (laughs) He is Andrew. So don't take it personally. Okay, here we go. Andrew's response. So there's a few things I would like to unpack about this conversation. I know, right? I'm a little horny now. My Scorpio ways and my specific Starbucks order. Uh, Numero uno is why 
my zodiac sign needs to be prefaced at the beginning of any conversation. Second, because the only time I ever go to Starbucks is when we go for a walk. I still, to this day, don't know the difference between a small, medium, large, and extra that's large. That's a sign of intelligence. Kind of honestly, true. Oh. And lastly, no, I agree with Andrew on that. My order isn't that complicated. It is a green tea lemonade, or green tea iced tea lemonade, uh-huh. whatever it is. It's iced tea and lemonade mixed together, and they use this sweetener. Yeah, that ultimately is way too sweet and a bit too tart <laughs> for my liking. And in addition to that they'll add extra sugar so uh-huh. my request is always just use the lemonade don't add any additional sugar and it's that's like an it. hour order not really that complicated quality, uh-huh. but i appreciate the passion uh-huh. <laughs> yeah I, it, honestly i want to try it it sounds good andrew and i don't like a lot of sweetness in the drink so i'm with you well no but, i don't um, think i don't understand how it takes so long then don't they just like no, it takes a while because they have to mix it in one of those mixers the and they do all of this bullshit. But here's the thing, too. Just start. I don't know dip. why you need any sweetener at all. Like, I find we're going on this walk to keep us healthy and happy and whatever, and also just to be with each other. And then you go and get a drink with sugar in it. I don't understand how that matches up, but that's well, okay. Well, I don't know if that's it's necessarily take up. I don't know if it's necessarily a fitness thing for Andrew. Creator. It might just more be a... Uh, a special time with his special friend. Yes. Yes. His special boy. Yes, uh, so yeah. Thank you, Andrew, you know what, for Andrew? sending that in. We appreciate it. I forgive it. you. Um, he, you're not vindicated with me, but that's fine. He can take it. He's used to the abuse. I just want to sip. I just want a little, a little. Well, when you're here, you can come on a walk with Take Andrew a and I Andrew. at some time, at some point. I don't know that great. it's going to come down to sharing uh, the drinks because I think that COVID will probably still be a thing. So that's not well, going to happen. When you're here, speaking, your family. Speaking of COVID, I am going for a test today at 415, <laughs> which oh. I'm super excited about. Um, before going to the. Before going location. to the cottage, but also I've developed like a cough recently that's like got some phlegm attached to it so mm. i just want to make sure because my grandparents are going to be there that there's oh, nothing yeah. floating mm-hmm. around in the mm-hmm. vicinity of my lungs um exactly. and also my nose has been running and all of that i think it's just the change of seasons things probably to like fuck you up so yeah i've been getting really dry but i think it was just like the ac blasting on me oh yeah um, i've been sleeping with a humidifier lately too because as a 62 yeah, year to, old like, in the white woman i need to have that uh, on me at all times honestly so, it's kind of nice mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yep okay I what i was gonna say okay great, great. you can lead you the start? okay greats oh, okay, this great. week Please, um thanks. i have to i have to keep talking about the live show Oh, good. Because it was too wild. It was too lovely. And I haven't talked about it on here yet, even though I feel like I have, because I feel like I've been talking about it nonstop. But it was just so nice to have everyone together. And it was like a quarantine live. It felt like there were so many people that like I didn't even know lived here or that lived here, but I just didn't know that they like cared that enough to like come out. And it was just really nice to meet everyone um, and see everyone and perform. And I, uh, during Happily Ever After, <laughs> um, all of a sudden I was like, I got a burp. Oh God. It's one of those things where you're like, <laughs> I either, <laughs> I either let it out on my terms or like, it's going to come out when I'm like trying to hit a note, you know, yeah. and it's going to go down in top 10, like anime deaths of all time. So I'm like, okay, well, let me just like, let it out. 
And then I started laughing. So I had to like, I felt like I, I had to tell the audience I just burped. And then I laughed a little more. And then because I was laughing, like a cough got stuck in my throat. And I was like, I need to sing at some point. This is like 30 seconds at this point of me just laughing and burping. <laughs> that, that's what <laughs> Sounds they come like a for. Show. That actually Sounds you like end up paying extra for that, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Since it was my first show post COVID, I let them not pay extra. Um, <laughs> to get burped it on. It was a complimentary add-on. It was complimentary. Like when you, you get a coming. seat upgrade on the airplane. Yes, the yeah. seat on my burp face. Uh huh. Um, and I burp in your butthole. <laughs> burp in the butthole. Book in the bepo. That's a new way of douching. You just burp in someone's <laughs> asshole. Um. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, then I was like coughing. I was like, oh my god, it was going downhill. But basically, after I finished my set, I was like, okay. That one was just practice. Like, let me do another. I was like, I'm ready to go round two. Um, and now you are. Was, and now I am, which is yeah. funny. <laughs> then like two days ago, Breaking Sound reached out to me, which had never happened before. And they reached out through Bandcamp, like a Bandcamp contact oh, weird. form, even though my email is like on all my socials. Um, so I'm like, I wonder if they were like literally looking through Bandcamp on like New York or something. Mm -hmm. And they were like, you want to do a show? And notoriously their shows are always you have to sell like 30 tickets or you don't get any money and i'm like that sucks ass um i did it for my very first show because i wanted to just get a show under oh, my so belt so you have a history with them um i yeah but that was pre-pandemic and this was a totally new person i had right. never interacted with gotcha and then when i told them they had done a show before they were like oh cool um so i don't think they know um but yeah, they reached out through Bandcamp and I was like, is this legit? But it was legit. And then they asked if I wanted to do an acoustic, like as an unplugged acoustic showcase thing that they're like starting. They just started last month. And I'm like, oh my God, okay, let's do That's it. Great. And the good news is instead of it being, you have to sell 30 tickets, you just get half of whatever you sell. I'm like, I don't think I'm going to sell any tickets. I told them that too. And they're like, it's fine. That's um, amazing. Like shoot for five instead of like 15 is usually what they ask people. How many do. artists are there going to be on the bill that night? I think six. Including oh, that's me. great. It's a that's lot. Great. So and if any of you know Jackfruit, who works with Zach Benson a lot on music, yes, they're going to be there. Um, okay. Yeah, they're going to be there. And uh, that's so cute because I like tweeted about it, teasing it yesterday. And they were like, are we playing the same show? And I clicked through their profile and I was like, yep. How cute that I didn't amazing. recognize anyone else on there. But yeah, That'll so it's so cool fun. there's been so much like exciting stuff. And then um, if y'all saw my post about like the ambassadorship, me and Corey were fighting about it earlier. Um, <laughs> but I TBD. got this thing for Quarantine. Um, basically got an ambassadorship where I'm going to run Quarantine through... Um, You're going to run Quarantine Another Twitch channel completely with okay. me. Corey's yeah. name not attached. <laughs> yeah. He will, I'm going to change the passwords on the social media mm -hmm. um, and block him so he can't come into the stream. Beautiful. Um, but yeah, no, I'm excited for that. And I'm excited for Corey to also see the fruits of that labor since he recommended this uh that's all I did. I, that's all I've done with quarantine is just recommend. No, but I mean, I wouldn't have gotten. I wouldn't <laughs> so have gotten. I'm dragging this. you right now. I wouldn't I'm have dragging gotten, you right now. Maybe I wouldn't have gotten have this about if you this didn't beforehand. send me the application. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have gotten it if you didn't send me the application. <laughs> oh Lord! Yes, I'm. I'm very. I'm not coming. 
for you. No, no, no. I know. I'm truthfully so excited for this because <laughs> it's a big deal. And it means that there's going to be more eyeballs on Quarantine and on the queer music community. Yeah. And Kisos. And me. <laughs> um, and uh, it's just going to be really great. So I'm super I'm going to make sure you get your spotlight. Don't worry. No, 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 no. Let's talk about that later. Oh, you don't want it? Okay, never mind. I don't need no. to. <laughs> um, are, is that your okay? Great, darling. I guess so. Okay. I was going to talk more about the show, but I feel like I've talked about it so much that I've already said everything. So like, if you want to see the clips, Dougie is posting like, yes, Dougie styles for every is day. That his, uh, Instagram. I think so. Dougie style for, I think. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, y'all know him. If y'all don't know him, that's your fault. Um, and leave. Um, yeah, but exactly. yeah, he's posting like videos of literally every artist he's posted all their videos a different day. And then he has even more that he's going to post later. So that's cute. Uh, just so people are aware, it is Douglas Evisick or oh. I, is that how you pronounce it? Evisick? I, I think hope so. so. So it's just Douglas E-V-A-S-I-C-K on Instagram. And you can go check out his videos. He has a bunch of them um, from Bentley to zach to jayline um and gregory dylan and i can't remember who that last one is but um <laughs> so now i will go into my okay greats yeah which i is can't a, wait for this one which is a callback again to last week it seems like i am a master of getting myself into pickles on this podcast um and the newest one is if you'll all remember the title of last week's episode was dad climax um so i mean i i here's a little behind the curtain uh wizard of oz moment i usually come up with the titles for the um episodes and and does all the posting and does all the posting but ultimately uh captions i tend to have a lot of fun with that and it's one of my favorite parts because i can do the most inappropriate things and i get off on it let's be honest um and even when I sent this recent title to Kisos, he was like, dad climax. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh my God, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, so I like to do that kind of stuff. And also, I like to take to my Twitter sometimes to say it's and do space. inappropriate things. Um, I, I like to get manic on Twitter. Sometimes I post things uh, that are completely wild. And part of it is just to get attention. And another part is just me being absolutely lun lunatic. Sometimes you gotta uh, do what you gotta do. Forward. I, I enjoy it. It's, Twitter is my place to unleash the absolute worst parts of my personality. And then it's out of my system. But and anyway. family doesn't see it. And family doesn't see it. No one follows me from the family or whatever. This past Saturday, my brother had a birthday and I went over to his house before we went to his house or I went to his house. Well, we Curtis, my dog was with me. So I guess I can say we I'm just <laughs> yeah, so in the son. habit of saying we unlike Kisos, he usually refers to his brothers oh, as just I, but I say we all the time with everything because I tend to just be that way as a giving wonderful human being. But anyway, <laughs> um, sometimes uh, well, we went over to um, Connor's house before we did. Uh, I was exchanging texts with my brother's girlfriend who I adore. She's like such a great person. And um, we share a birthday, actually. She was born on April oh. 5th as well. Uh, and she, we were texting back and forth about these cupcakes that she made for Connor. And uh, she was like, I fucking hate making these cupcakes. It's so annoying. There's so many steps, so many ingredients. And I was just like, well, you know, I would have ordered them to be honest. She's like, yeah, they're your mom's special recipe and Connor loves them. I fucking hate them. I was like, okay, well, <laughs> she's very fun. Um, so then I take a screenshot and I post that on Twitter. 
uh, just our conversation. I'm like, it's clear we're born on the same day. This is my brother. We're very much alike. And a couple of days pass and I talk to, I am a mama's boy. I talk to my mom every day, sometimes under protest. Um, <laughs> and we were just having chat about things. And then mom was like, oh, well, by the way, your dad saw that screen capture uh, that your, that Lauren and you were talking on Twitter. And I was like, what? Twitter? What do you mean? What dad's on Twitter? What? What? This happened to be the same day that we posted the videos of us talking about dad climaxing. Talking about when does dad, dad climax? climax? Yeah, as well as, you know, just the title dad climax. <laughs> so I'm running through my head because this is a lot to process just at first. Dad is on Twitter. There is the cupcake conversation, which I have to deal with now because my mom somehow took offense and thought that it meant that, that Lauren doesn't like her cupcakes. Mm, and mm -hmm. she's like, I'm going to bring this up at Thanksgiving. And I was like, what do you gain from bringing this up at Thanksgiving? It would only cause drama. And she said, well, if yeah. I'm going to all the trouble of making these things, I'd rather know if she doesn't like them. And I was like, it, they're for Connor. It's his birthday. What does it matter if she doesn't like them? They're not for him or for her. Wait, but isn't she making them anyway? She's making them anyway. I, it, my mom sometimes, it, it, it's sometimes you just have to hang up and call the next day. And that's yeah. really the system. Like, it just, it's easier Try that again. way. Anyway, so now that this has been revealed that my dad has Twitter, I'm like, I said to my mom right away, well, I'm going to go fucking block him right now. And then I did scroll through and look for my dad or some semblance of my dad and then realize that he was one of the first people to follow me when I created my account in 2012. So my dad has been watching my Twitter posts since 2012. <laughs> and not only that, but um, I realized I actually set up the fucking account for him in 2012. Oh! I because it's under the name Corcon, which is the name of his business. We'll give him a plug. Um, and uh, he has been going into Twitter. He follows like four people, which means he probably sees every single Everything, one of my yeah. posts. And uh, yeah, he's just been wa watching from the sidelines. And I didn't know until 2021 that he's been doing this. So For now a decade almost. I've been thinking back, like how many times have I gone on a tirade or said stupid shit or like said something inappropriate. And now I know my dad's read it all, but he hasn't said anything to me. He's just watching silently like a thief in the night. And that puts it was a pin just, in your bonnet. It's wild to me that this has been revealed. I, he is blocked now. Let's hope he can't. Do you think he knows? How yeah, I was just gonna say. Let's hope he can't figure out that if you're not logged in, you can still go to Twitter.com. Or no, I think you need a login in order to look at Twitter conversations. You might, but like he could just make a new one and not follow you, or he could just use. I think he, from the computer, it's easy. Yeah, I don't to. know. Well, he uses his phone. He's on his phone all day, all night because he does. Hopefully, he won't it. realize. I'm hoping not, but it was terrifying and upsetting and wild to realize Wait, so this he didn't mention anything about cum shots he didn't he's never mentioned cum shots believe it or not me and my dad don't talk a lot about cum shots but i feel like I, that's something that i'll bring up at thanksgiving this weekend you should because why not i mean that's good that he didn't bring up any of that stuff maybe he somehow didn't see yes. that part or maybe he didn't really realize what we were talking about either well i don't even know if he saw the video to be honest but yeah. i have to think that maybe he did 
then again, they, I think when mom brought it, oh no, when mom brought it up to me, they were home. They weren't at the cottage. They had full internet access. They could load videos. Oh, they, they could, could watch load the load. They, but, let's see what he wrote. Yeah. And I don't know, like my mom isn't on Twitter, I don't think. But now come to think of it, I do think I might have set up an account for her at one point. Or not. <sighs> I've got to do some, re- the other fun thing that everyone should do uh, at some point is go through their Twitter followers because you sometimes forget who follows you. And some people, I was not comfortable with them following me that are mm-hmm. like from my old corporate days where I'm like, oh. oh God, they're still watching me. And I was such a different person then because I was very like to the letter and like mm-hmm. not as loosey goosey, loosey goosey. So it's, it's a real thrill to realize all of this That's and uh you know i'm living through it and that is the okay great from your dad over here <laughs> i feel like i've been connecting more with people from the past on purpose because i'm like i'm tired of not tired of new people but just like tired of you know you you want like the old you don't want to just follow like music people and streaming people yeah and blah 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 because then everything turns so boring um but yeah, no, I feel that I'm uh, my mom somehow has an Instagram, but doesn't have a smartphone. So I'm like, what what happened with that? She doesn't That's post, weird. but she follows me. But I don't know if she even has ever looked. Huh. So what does your mom have? Like a flip phone? Yeah. But I guess she must have made like an account online or something like on the website. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I know she's on Patreon because I've watched her comment on things before yes, or seen Facebook, her comment but she's not on twitter i would die if my parents were on twitter like i don't again like i don't say anything like crazy crazy but like sometimes I know my you dad would like make shit, jokes though, about like, stuff all yeah the time. no that's true but my mom the, would just look the other way she wouldn't care yeah i think the thing is it's just the not knowing what he saw and knowing that he hasn't brought any of this to my attention like i right. think it's like reading your diary. Yeah. And I talked to, which my mom used to do that when I was a kid, read my diary. But um, <laughs> but I also was talking to a friend and they were like, Corey, if you had a kid, wouldn't you be on all their social media, like looking at everything? And I'm like, yeah, probably. But still, it's not no, it's not right. And it's not OK. In the words <laughs> of our favorite right. I mean, dead celebrity. Okay. I always say it's not right. And it's OK. <laughs> which is incorrect (laughs) because that is a life model of yours (laughs) that's not okay it's okay it's okay don't worry you hurt my feelings but no worries um that kind of thing yeah anyway talking about um parents invading your privacy and forcing their way into your life and into your orifices and into well hopefully not hopefully Um, not um, when did dad although, force it but, no, <laughs> i was gonna say i mean my mom did you know she did have to stick a thermometer in the ass sometimes yes um, but she so, always made sure to lick it clean before she put it in right yeah and after clean before and after yeah um but today we're talking about that warms it up too by the way good yeah. want it to be the body temperature exactly sizzling 98.6 that sounds hot when you're like i'm 98.4 like, today by the way just in oh, case anyone was wondering normal. is it i think i'm usually a little under yeah yeah well, and dogs are a little over they have i know curtis is such a hot ball of heat uh mallory sleeps in the bed with you yes uh-huh yeah does she like edge herself right next to you and like she's always edging she's always edging you but does she actually do that does she like come she, up right next to you um she needs to be like right in between me and kevin yeah yeah, Curtis will lie with his ass towards my head on the pillow 
next to me and drop farts throughout the night <laughs> that I like end up just like wafting it. And That's I can, terrible. can only sleep with my face facing his asshole because I can't sleep the other way with my face on that side. So mm. I always end up getting it. And it, no matter how many times I take him out before he goes to bed, he still always takes <laughs> Farty, dumps on girl. my face. Maybe it's just the food. Like Mal- yeah. there was one time Mallory was like farting and burping nonstop when we had a specific food and then we changed her food and things got better. Well, um, but she did fart in my mouth the other day. That's when romantic. I was, like, I was trying to accommodate her you know, sleeping very much like horizontal across the bed. Mm-hmm. So me and Kevin were like squished in a little section and I was like facing her booty hole, but I was like slightly above her butt. Yeah. But she just went. Oh, God. Those airy, like a really dusty, airy one. I'm oh. sure her tail like shot up in the wind and like hit me. And, ah. um, and then the I was lift. like, okay, girl, you got to move. Yeah. You got to move a little. Enough's enough. When um, you're wrong, you're wrong, Mallory. <laughs> did I even make it to what we're talking about today? No. <laughs> It was going to be a good transition for once. Sorry. Um, But it's about live shows and auditions and uh, stage moms. And what are those called? What's like the mean word for like a stage mom? Isn't it just stage mom or is it momagers or is it Uh, maybe um, Gypsy Rose Lee? Um, (laughs) I don't know. Um, But yeah, we're talking about live shows. So I want to start with talking about your parents are not known for being uh, laissez-faire. So how did you get into showbiz and like music and auditions and things like that? Like, was it something you wanted to do or were they like, get this gay energy into something productive? Well, first of all, when you say showbiz, it makes me laugh because I one know. time I was at uh, Walmart and ran into an, an old friend of mine with my brother. And, I don't know why I said showbiz. And she was like, hey, Corey, how's the PR biz? And I was like, <laughs> whoa, this is a lot of energy coming at me. Showbiz just reminded me of that. Um, showbiz is so like old timey. Showbiz. Yeah. <laughs> The first time I got into showbiz, well, it's a bit of a story. <laughs> and I actually shared this with you. We recorded a episode that never made the light of day about auditions. So there will be some yeah. repeat stories that you'll have to sit through. But here is the story. Well, As, I don't remember them. So they'll be good. Me. That That's was like excellent. five months ago. One time when I was like five years old, my parents decided to take a month long trip to I think it was Hawaii. And okay. they left a babysitter with me for a month. At oh my the home, god! At the okay. home, and I just kind of fended. How for old myself. was she? Like an adult, or was she like? 15? Yeah, she was an adult. She was an adult, okay. um, and if like a family friend, so it wasn't like unfamiliar for me for this person. But that is a mm-hmm. long time to leave your five year old. But I guess they really wanted to fuck. Uh, so what happened? What Connor was not conceived on this. Show trip. your dad that one. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I had a bunk bed. <laughs> Um, no reason why, because I was just one person in the room, but I had a bunk bed and I also had something that the kids today won't be familiar with, but they were battery chargers and battery chargers were about the size of like a Disney movie, um, case. If you remember those, another v- reference VCR. from VHS, young kids, not VCR. Kind mm-hmm. of like a little bit bigger than a DVD, a book or a book. Yes. And it's quite thick. I would say it's seven inches tall or whatever, you know, like it's, it's. And it's, five around. It's a hefty, hefty amount of height. So that always was at the bottom of my bunk. Um, and one night I rolled and fell off the top bunk onto my battery charger. This sounds oh. like a made up story. Anyway, I fell onto it on my neck. 
and my collarbone. And I was in agonizing pain. Um, The babysitter decided that it was me just faking it because ultimately, let's be honest, I did dramatize things a lot as a child. But this How far into the month was this? I can't remember exactly, but I would I want to say like at least two weeks into the month. Then, um, as it turns out, the following day, I had to go for my first ever audition, which my mom had set up for me in advance. And my grandmother was going to take me to it. This audition was for one of those toy cars that you drive around um, and you, like, you paddle with your feet. And I think Fisher Price makes them or whatever. Uh-huh. We had I to was drive- one of those. Yeah. Oh, you, uh, yeah. The, I, I never th- had. I had a tricycle. Okay. Nice. Um, Well, I think I had some experience with these things, so I was like ready to go. But (laughs) uh, my grandma drove me there. It was like a 40 minute drive to the audition. When I got there, of course, still in agonizing pain from my trauma that happened earlier. Right. From your dislocated shoulder flopping (laughs) around. (laughs) Well, we don't know what it was. I'm going to I'm I'm going to reveal. Um, I'm driving, I I get into the car and they're filming and the casting agent is like, okay, Corey. So now we need you to turn your hands and pretend that you're driving the car and then turn to the camera and say something. I can't remember what it was. And I was just a spicy meatball. Yes. (laughs) Mike Wazowski's grocery bag. Exactly. So then I, uh, obviously was in such pain and I couldn't actually turn my um, (laughs) hands because I was uh, clearly injured. And my grandma is like, come on, Corey, you can do this. You can do this. And eventually I just never did it. I started crying and we left and drove all that 40 minute drive home with my grandmother seething because she just wasted half her day taking me there. And uh, two weeks later, uh, my parents come home from Hawaii. I'm still in agonizing pain. And my mom takes me to the doctor. And it turns out that I had broken my collarbone Mm. on my battery charger. This mm. is how I entered the entertainment showbiz. industry. <laughs> it's showbiz, baby. It, this is how you do showbiz the real way. You take the hard knocks and you run with it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that was it. And the thing is with collarbones, actually, you can't get a cast or anything. They just have to heal on their own. Mm. Um, so you couldn't have done anything anyway, technically, but not great babysitting moves. And also, like, you'd think my grandmother maybe would have stepped in, but. Right. Like been like, okay, he's been complaining about this. Those for the 80s. <laughs> the what? The early um, 90s. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, How did you, what was your first gateway into the, into, uh, the, into showbiz? Yeah. Into the base. Um, um, there's a few. I mean, I guess like before music, I did like a spelling bee, which was really cute, like at my school. But did that they was broadcast like, it or something. Yeah, I'm like, How no, but I mean, it was in front of the whole school. And then when I won, I had to go to the county spelling bee, and that was in front of people. And I think that was on like local TV, but I didn't really care. Um, but that was definitely one of the I mean, high you points of my it. life. Okay. Um, yeah. No, it was. It was. It was a high point of my life. Um, in terms of music, I guess it would have to be in like band stuff, but that wasn't solo either. It was like, you know, like we had like drumline performances where it was maybe like a five minute performance of your, you know, playing music, you're dancing around. There's like a little bit of choreo, like formations choreo. and stuff, which was cute. And I loved that. But otherwise, I guess like auditions were like my parents never really forced me but i was i was pretty active in a lot of things anyway so i don't think they were like we need to get this kid to do some shit um 
But yeah, they were just like, okay, cool. Go do this. Go do that. Go do this. Okay. I'm going to come watch you. Um, But uh, yeah, I feel like, uh, I guess I'm going to skip a little question. The first thing that I auditioned for um, was, I think, uh, X Factor. Yes. Um, um, In college, I started to want to be more musical and you know i had like started to release a cover i think around like senior year of college i like posted my first first cover online on youtube and everyone was like oh my god this is like you should do more of this and i had like a faculty advisor for my fraternity who was like what do you want to do in life who do you want to be you gotta do it was your faculty yeah. advisor a sexual predator because no. that voice is really something. i feel like i did that voice for someone else yeah. and we had the same talk good um oh yeah well, it was that it guy outside the cafe me. yes right 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 <laughs> i was like no it doesn't sound like it doesn't sound like that at all um uh but um he was like there here kisos there's X Factor auditions in San Francisco. You need to go this weekend and you need to like take your destiny in your hands and you need to go fulfill your destiny and mm-hmm. go do this. And I was like, it's too far, <laughs> which it wasn't that far. It's like an hour and a half drive tops. But I was like, I'm a college student. That's a lot of gas. That's a lot of time. I have to be there at like seven in the morning. Uh, it might have been on the weekend. calls. It's annoying to have to go. Right, the lineups to, are so long. I, right, you I'm with like, you for once on this scenario because it's kind of a waste of time. But go right, ahead. Because I was like, you, you're not seeing the judges there. You're no. just like, I would drive an hour and a half. And I was being more realistic. Like, is it really worth it? Like driving there? Like... And the end game in if all I made of these, it, would I make it to the next round and the next round, and the next round, and the next round that and the end game, if you even win the fucking show, you're trapped in a 20 year contract where you have to do what other people tell you they want you to do. And you have right. to basically live your life for whoever Simon Cowell is working with at the time. And you end right. up <laughs> losing your career after 10 years because people forget about you. And it becomes a huge waste of time. Well, I could be you end harmony. up on a drug and alcohol binge in a hotel <laughs> in Maui. And next thing you know, How you're dead. I'm out out of money. (laughs) You're dead. There's a new show starting up and someone who looks like you wins it. And all of a sudden, everyone forgets about Kisos. And that's the new Black Mirror episode. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, But I did end up, there happens to be like a mobile trailer audition site in the city next door in Sacramento. Because I went to school at UC Davis. Um, which is like half an hour where I grew up from in Fairfield, which is like 45 minutes from San Francisco, um, <laughs> which is like Thank eight hours you, from LA. West. <laughs> um, <laughs> but so I was like, okay, fine. I'll go do this um, like trailer thing. I'll go, I'll go to this trip. I feel like it was probably in like the parking lot of a Walmart and you just go, you got in line. There were only like five people. So that's much great. better than 5,000. Yeah. Um, and I walk in, I think I did a song by Usher. I can't remember what it was but i'm pretty sure because i was listening to a lot of usher around then so i feel like it was either like hey daddy or (laughs) or climax or one of those climax is not a sexy song it's very good um 
but I can't like those songs are way too hard for me. Also, it's like one of those things you walk in and you like hit the button that you're ready to start. And Simon's like, now tell me, give yourself, give, tell me about yourself 30 seconds. What were your friends and family? Oh, so it's a pre-recorded thing about, from yeah. Simon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. He's not, not, not live. You're basically watching. going into a Disney ride. For the floor to fall out. And yeah, I land exactly. Up and it's a small world. And I yeah. turn into one of the people forever. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So then I like said, um, my friends would say um, that I am nice. Anyway, here's Hey Daddy by Usher. Um, and that was it. I mean, then I left and the people outside were like, you sounded really good. And I was like, thanks. I didn't make it. Surprise. <laughs> Surprise. I tried out for that a couple of times. Yeah. Um, and I'm here. So, you know, the ending. We know how it all works. And it was just for fun. For like, I didn't best. care. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I haven't like auditioned for a ton of stuff. What about you? Have you auditioned for any TV shows? Well, I did Canadian Idol. Oh, that's right. What happened with Canadian Idol was I was went with my, I think he might've been my ex-boyfriend, but he was living with me at that time. Um, but oh. he, he fancied himself a singer. Um, oh, I do remember this. Okay. Yes. And I love I, this story. At this time was still benefiting from the extreme training that I had received growing up because I was still younger and I wasn't as far off then as I am now from like professional training. Mm -hmm. um, so I went there thinking, oh, I got this. Things are going to happen for me. Um, and I only went because he went and like I'd have someone to stand in line with. I wasn't yeah. going to go if I had to go alone. I just made a line friend. Yeah, I'm not good at making line friends. <laughs> so what happened next was we went and auditioned. We both um, made it through the first round, I believe. Um, and then it came time for us both to get to the second round. And the panel of judges, it's still not the main judges, which, by the way, the main judges here were like Sass Jordan. Um, I'm not sure if you know who that is, but probably Name not. Name your biggest celebrity. I have yeah. no idea. Yeah. Um, Unless it's Carly Rae Jepsen, Celine Dion, and... Yeah, they didn't get that kind of caliber Susan of judges. Boyle. It was like people who were famous in the 70s were the judges in the 2000s, that sort of thing. Right. And famous only in Canada. Um, right. Which is a fate worse than death, I feel, to just be <laughs> famous in Canada. <laughs> anyway, uh, the second round, uh, my ex-boyfriend auditioned and got through. And I was like, okay, interesting, but fine. And then I went into the audition in front of the panel of uh, just like the producers. And they were like, after I sang, they were like, you're too nasally. Can you sing another song? And I know nasally is code for gay. Um, gay. So then I, they made me sing Oh Canada, Amazing Grace, a bunch of other songs. And they were like, you know, we just can't see you going through. You're just too nasally. Oh and I was heartbroken because, and not so much that I didn't get through, but that I know that my ex-boyfriend wasn't as good of a singer as I wasn't. Mm -hmm. I, he went through. I'd be he didn't. Pissed. He didn't make it through to the next round after that. So like that was, and thank God for that. Cause that would have been a real thing for me that I would be would harboring to dead. this day. Yeah. Uh, someone had, had to wheel his body in and I would have been underneath the body singing for him. <laughs> <laughs> it was me. Pick me. 
but yeah, I've obviously I've auditioned for Big Brother once. Um, oh, but that was like I I've never watched I've watched Celebrity Big Brother, but I don't know a lot about Big Brother. I someone made a reel for me, and they were like submit it, and I was like okay, fine. Okay, so I just sent in the reel, um, and then I That's also dope. had my own reality show for a period of time uh, in my early twenties. Right. That's all. I've seen the pilot. Well, that it's all clips from the actual show that were right. put together into a sizzle reel. And that's what I submitted to Big Brother. But I oh, think I said I some inappropriate things in that that were problematic for Big Brother. So I think that's why I don't I think anything would it, like you didn't you haven't seen the other content. Oh, you hadn't seen the other episodes. But, oh, OK. Uh, from the first episode. No, there wasn't a lot. But anyway, um, that and then like random bullshit along the way auditioning for like, like commercials that would surprise people surprise people that you auditioned for i tried out to be a much music vj once mm. um and have a full actually i can post the audition tape on our instagram basically uh there was this competition where you had to have people vote on a video it's a popularity contest i did quite well like i made it onto the front page of my local newspaper at home um and how did got people a lot vote of- back then like they had online internet, right yeah fuck you <laughs> yes they had internet this was i was like, honestly genuinely curious but then i was like wait this you was like 2006 then, so was or 2007 yeah, yeah, yeah. it wasn't like eons ago uh it's not like we're in star trek world now <laughs> fuck off that was an interesting experience and i don't know why i didn't get it and i think they made a real mistake because if they had brought me in they would have they put you all in a house and you go through vj training and then each week someone mm. gets kicked off and then there's a final person oh I so they been, made it like into a reality show type yeah i would have oh, been a cool. great person for it but you've been course, a good villain yeah of course once again not in the cards it was an excellent audition tape it's really funny that i think i watched it yeah anyway so that's probably surprising I, did you have you auditioned for anything surprising um people know by now i feel like the only surprising thing and i'm just saying it as a flex because it's still the greatest <laughs> thing of my career was i auditioned for the circle a couple seasons ago the one that was like savannah tara Alicia, courtney all those people were on if you remember um, not you specifically, but you know anyone listening. And um, I got a call after like a week and they were like, hey, we want to talk more. Call me back. And then I did that. Then they're like, hey, I want to put you through to the next round to like Skype with uh, whatever. So then I like did that and like Skyped with like a casting person. Then they're like, hey, we want to put you through to the next round. You have to like put uh, like a video, I guess a sizzle reel together of you just like narrating your day and like being interesting. But this was like peak pandemic. This was like April, May of 2020. So I was like, yeah. I'm not going to go outside. I'm inside. All my roommates are inside. I was like, what do I, I mean, obviously everyone else had similar challenges. Yeah. But I was like, what am I supposed to do? So I feel like my tape sucked. And then the producers were like, no, but I was, I was like two steps away from getting on. And then I tried out again. Didn't even hear back from the first, uh, <laughs> the first call. Don't back. give up hope just yet. I feel like I'm not. Didn't you say that we should try to do it together? Yes. I think that would be so funny because I think we'd be a great mix of like funny, but also stress each other out and like fight about what we should <laughs> so do. So do you get put in the same room if you're together? Yeah, you're in the same oh, room and you get a nice big Jesus. room. Too. You get a big old room. That um, would be interesting. <laughs> yeah. So I think that would be very fun. Well, as long as they accept Canadian things. I'm I know. I was just thinking that. I was like, I wonder, because they film it in the UK. So I'm like, 
That'd be fun to go to the UK. I would like extend the vacation, you know, and stay there for a few extra weeks after oh, yeah. shooting. Why wouldn't you? If you can, maybe they'd yeah. be like, you have to come back. But I feel like they literally just shoot it and then you went. But I guess the show doesn't come out immediately. Right. But it's not like we're like drag race girls where they're going to no. be like, we notice you're gone. I don't know that anyone's like keeping tabs on our social media other than my dad. So I we think would just we'll have be to make okay. sure we, we would have to make sure the podcast finale is right before if if the, here's how you'll know if me and Corey are on the circle podcast finale happens and then we're both quiet on social media for like two weeks yes that means we're on the circle yeah so keep your eyes and uh, <laughs> nipples peeled don't don't hold your breath don't hold your breath all right Nicole Scherzinger <laughs> what's next um I this is kind of like a a softball for you oh really um, because I already know the answer mm. but. Uh, have you toured with an artist or artists? If so, how did it happen and who was it? Well, as a child, I toured with a group called the Amavali Boys Choir. And I went oh, all across right. Europe and sang. And them. there is a um, story in an earlier episode about what happened at our biggest performance that you can go back and relive if you'd like. In I don't Germany, know. right? Yep. I don't know what episode that was, but have fun looking. Um, I also toured, um, probably like 30 or 40 dates oh my um, God. in I didn't realize it was that many 2018, 20 and 2019, something like that. Um, some things were just like little engagements where I sang like two songs, three songs. Some were like full concerts that were like an hour and a half. And I brought, um, middle child in for a few of those because I wanted Wait, that's to separate from with a big artist that was just solo. Yeah, that was just solo with... Um, oh, my God. And then I brought Middle Child in as well. It was fun. It was a lot of, like, uh, associated with prides and things like that, but it was uh-huh. really, really cool. And, um, of course, me not driving was a really fun way to execute a tour, oh. too, because, like, I would be taking trains and buses and automobiles everywhere. Oh, and that Lord. was... But it was it was cool. And, I mean, I was on a real roll. And then all of a sudden, it's all over. <laughs> um <laughs> And then in 2018, I opened for a gentleman, not many people will know. Um, his name is Boy George. And uh, also- I can genuinely say I've never heard one of his songs. Uh, Karma can you've heard. You've okay, heard, I have heard of that. Yeah. Uh, and uh, also on that tour was Murray Head, who um, wrote a song in the musical Chess, as well as Crystal Waters, who- um, I've heard of Crystal Waters. Yeah, she, that 100% pure love. You know that song that, no? I don't think so. I think Back I just heard the middle name. and around again. Da, 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 da. I don't know the lyrics at all. And uh, anyway, so I opened for him. Uh, that was, I think, around 7,000 people. Um, how did that happen? How did you get in, like, how did I had you find just you released my or? EP and... Um, I had been in touch with this person who runs a massive event called Strangers in the Night, um, which was oh, is that the thing linked to a client of mine, and um, he had been watching my progress as a musician, and uh-huh. he sent my stuff to Boy George's team and said, would this be something that would be interesting for them? And then Boy George's team approved and I got to do it. So that was essentially it. Yeah, it was cool. It was a really fun experience. Boy George was very kind. Um, Yeah, like how much do you actually get to interact with like 
the main headlining artist? Like, so really I, I never met um, Crystal Waters because she was on very late in the night. And by then I kind of skedaddled. Um, right. Boy George, I spent some time with him in his tent um, oh, after I performed. tents <laughs> yeah. in the tent. He's uh, notoriously sober. So it wasn't like wild or anything, but he, mm-hmm. um, I got a chance to say like, thank you for uh, what you've done for the queer community in the music industry. I think like, mm-hmm. you know, at the time that he started, he was dressing up in makeup and, you know, gender non-conforming clothing and all of that. Mm-hmm. And he was like, he, I, his response was something like, don't thank me. I was just being myself. And I was like, oh, mm. that's cool. That's cool. Um, but he was really, really sweet. And uh, it's one of those things you just won't ever forget. Right. And I got my own trailer. Like it was oh my massive. God. My mom and my aunt flew in from, cause this was in Montreal. So they flew in from Toronto. Um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. I can't wait to do something like that again. I think the fun part of it is like, I was used to doing like hundred to 200 person audiences other than like when I was a kid and I was doing larger and then to go from that to like 7,000 people Mm -hmm. it was like it's fun because to have that many people sort of like vibing with you and it was interesting because I anticipated that people wouldn't give a flying fuck about me because Mm -hmm. you know they're they're there for boy George right um but after like my first song everyone started like getting really into it and I was like feeling it getting into the vibe and cracking jokes off the tip of my tongue as well as a few that were prepared. And uh, <laughs> it was really, really cool. I'll never forget it. Um, and if that That's happens amazing. to be the peak of my career, then so be it. But I'm glad I got the opportunity. Yeah. I mean, I feel the difference between like my last show pre COVID was, I don't know, maybe like 10 or 15 people. And then this time was like 2025, but I could tell the difference. But then when I was like performing with Bentley and they were like, at least a hundred people watching that yeah. one. So I was like, that time I was like, really? You get I was into like, it. Soak it in, bitch. Yeah, Soak yeah, it yeah. In. Exactly. Um, yeah, that's amazing. I have not toured with an artist. I've only done three live shows ever, <laughs> but <laughs> I would love to. I was trying to think of who my dream tour would be. That would also be like realistic in terms of like you know fitting together. But I don't, I, I couldn't decide on that part. So I'm just going to naturally say Jasmine Sullivan. JoJo would be good. I feel like we could vibe. Yeah, I could she's see that. Right now. Um, I don't know. There's so many. I mean, there's also a bunch of like, like smaller artists like Corey and me before the pandemic. Um, Corey basically was like, I want to do an LGBTQ artist tour. And this is really how me and him started talking was because he was like, who wants to help? You? Do you want to help? And he pointed at me and pulled me from the audience against my will and FaceTimed me immediately. And I was like, this sounds like a great idea. And um, so we started planning it and reaching out to artists and we were just about to notify them. And then Corey was like, do you think we should put this on hold? Because this coronavirus stuff seems a little scary. Seems and I like was it like, might have some legs. Yeah, yeah I was like, <laughs> I guess... Well, maybe we'll try to figure out a digital thing instead. And that's like how quarantine came to be. But um, yeah, I still like I after this show I did, like, I guess now it's like two weeks ago, but I just immediately was like, okay, when are we like making this tour happen again? And yeah. I'm like, okay, Corey, we got to do an East Coast tour. Jolie's like, hello, I want to come in. And I'm like, yes, Jolie, me, Corey, then some local acts. We'll go all down the East Coast. I we'll realize we need to backyard. actually make it a documentary and ha- have a film person following that us too. as well. 
Um, it's expensive, so but we'll crowdfund it. We'll figure it out. We'll I, it that, that needs to happen because I can so see that being a great like story. Um, next summer, next fall. Yeah, uh, that my dream tours um, were not as ambitious as naming big artists because that doesn't matter to me. I was hoping to go on either an oh great okay great tour where we just do oh, this in okay. front of other people, which honestly I might prefer I because there's less prep time involved and yeah. there's less like stress involved. We can just sort of gab the entire time. Oh my time. god, yeah, no, I would um, love to tour with our shows, but I would also love to do um, a quarantine style tour where uh, we just travel the nation and pull in different local acts throughout the countries that we both mm -hmm. share. Um, so yeah, those are my dreams. And they're not, you know, I think I like to set dreams at an attainable level and then be pleasantly surprised if there's anything that comes eh. that's larger. But I don't necessarily care because to me, it's it's not like it's like this dream that I'm like, oh God, I sure oh, no. hope this happens. It's consuming my life. I'm like, I don't give a fuck if that No, happens. exactly. These I would I rather, my dream would more be the okay, great stuff. Like yeah. that would be amazing. These are dreams that I would be devastated if they didn't happen. That's oh. what I'm saying. Because, okay, because, true, true. Yeah, like an indie LGBT artist tour. Yeah, like it would happen. just be so great and such a uh, awesome opportunity. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you have We're rituals before you perform? That kind of ties in because I know I was saying I get stressed, but do um, you? I feel like I haven't had enough shows to do rituals. Honestly, my rituals before were probably not rehearsing <laughs> and not eating. <laughs> Feels better and when you change that, doesn't it's it? It's a little better when you rehearse, yes. when you warm up, when you eat, when you drink water. So yeah, before this show, I was like, maybe the reason why I've been so anxious for my other shows is because I didn't rehearse enough. Mm -hmm. um, exactly. So then also like when things go bad, you know, you're extra stressed by them versus this time when things went bad or I sounded You've off done everything or whatever, you can. I was like, whatever. Yeah. Um, People are here. They're having fun. I look cute. Um, I think lately my pre-show rituals aren't necessarily like drink tea or do this. It's just like I like to just definitely do a little vocal warm up, but also mm -hmm. just like repeat some nice affirmations to myself. Like, oh, that's everyone is rooting for you. Everyone wants you to do amazing. Everyone's here, you know, to have fun. Because there's a lot of times when I'm like, oh, you know, especially with this, I'll get a little. Let's get a little candid. Um, which also I realized is such a good song name. I'm going to make a song called Candid. Um, and I was like, I just don't know if I'm going to match up with the other artists on this bill because they're all amazing performers. They're all more like straightforward pop. They're all, you know, I kept thinking about everything they are and I'm not instead of thinking what oh, I am. And I'm like, everyone's going to come and watch and get bored during me or, you know, the people who are there for, you know, the other artists, they're going to be like, now what the fuck is this weirdo no. doing? So I was very, very self-conscious and worried yeah. for like months. And I had to like, That's I normal. wrote down all of these things of like, okay, people are coming. Like anyone who's coming for you is coming for you. Anyone yep. who comes for anyone else is a bonus. Regardless, everyone wants you to do well. Everyone's rooting for you. The artists put you on this show for a reason. Exactly. You know, and they believe in you and I believe in me. So that was my ritual. That's good though. It's important to like tell yourself that kind of stuff because it's mm -hmm. easy to get worked up and negative self talk. Yeah, and I want to die. Believe me, like I felt it's like, I mean, I know Boy George is no like. I was gonna say like, what was that? Adam like, Lambert, first... but I mean, but still, your first I'm still show. Like, do you remember? Holy fuck! Like you know, um, you're gonna like throw up on your first show with him, like getting ready. 
No, I wasn't nervous at all for some reason. Oh. But like leading up, I was like, uh, but at the same time, I was like mm. in this kind of place of like, yeah, things are happening for me. <laughs> you know, That's like, true. That's yeah, true. It was just such an out of this world, like experience that I was like, okay, let's do right. it. You kind of just like autopilot, up. like, well, here we go. But my, um, my rituals, like, I don't even like to sing on the spot unless I'm warmed. Like I, what mm. I just did with the 100% love a few minutes ago, like I can't stand my voice if it's not fully warmed up and ready. Like, and mm -hmm. generally I won't put any effort into it until it's actually put, but I like, I vocal train for two weeks before any live performance, before I actually do a live performance. I cut all drinking alcohol uh, two weeks before because alcohol can dry out your throat and all of that. And that's tough for me. Um, <laughs> I drink throat coat tea the few days leading up. I have fisherman's friends, which are a form of halls, but they taste like black licorice and they're horrible, but they actually really work to coat the throat. Okay. I have a neti pot I'm that I notes. I have a neti pot that I do an hour before I perform that clears out the nasal passages so that you can actually sing without sounding too nasal Canadian Idol. And I also have my friend Judy who is a uh, musical yes. teacher and I sent Kisos a video to warm up with her last week and oh he quite God. enjoyed her. But it's, yes. um, she has this uh, vocal uh, warm-up routine that's meant for people who have lost their voice um, and are starting to get it back. But I find it really like clears out the throat and just like kind of makes you feel very warmed up and good to go. I loved her. She yeah. was so comforting. I was texting Corey. I was like, I feel like my mom is here with me. Exactly. Like she's encouraging me. She's just like, just try this. If it's too hard, just modify it. Yeah. And we're going to make some whale sounds. Ooh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Take it a siren. Just do it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't finish it because then people started sitting next to me in the subway and I was like, oh, you well, were doing it on the brave. subway? Yeah. Oh, my God. But like, well, because it's pretty empty and the subways are loud, too. Oh, then no, at some point I need I was to like, do I it should in hold privacy. It like, I, well, can't I had to get to the up. show so early. So I was oh, like, it. OK, got let got me it. go. You could have done it in the shower while you were showering. You realized I did. That's what I, I did do. also do that too. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I feel like there was other stuff I was doing that day. Because then the steam is getting about. in your throat as well. So oh, it's yeah, kind of like this whole like uh, moment. Yeah. I was yeah. sucking and soaking in it. Sucking um, and soaking. What was your fave show? Like, do you have any like moment where you're like, that was the best concert or like something really special that happened? Yeah, I think Pride 2018. Um, again, after I oh. released my first EP, I performed on the Proud FM stage. Um, uh, oh, I thought you were going to say the one in your hometown. No, I, I, there is that one, but I've changed my mind since then. Hmm. Um, on the Proud FM stage sang a bunch of songs and the cool thing was that my mom my aunt my brother my cousins they all showed up and watched it happen Aww. um so that was a lot of fun it wasn't my best performance but it was just cool because afterwards we all went back to connor's apartment and like celebrated and it was just really exciting um but you did remind me there is another one that's <gasps> not that was really really exciting but ultimately what happened is um I grew up in a really tough town to grow up queer in and went back there and performed at their first pride in the mm -hmm. town square. And uh, I performed a song called My Gay Heart, which I know it sounds cheesy, but go <laughs> listen to it, fucker, if you don't know it by now. Um, and ultimately, it was actually in that market square. My grandfather was... Um, responsible for saving the museum that's in that square. So it was kind of cool to have this full circle thing where I went back and 
celebrated being queer, but also like my grandfather was there in a way. So that was another really special one. Now, I noticed you covered your mouth and looked like you had just inserted something in your rectal area. What happened over there? I just realized I didn't pick a song, but it's okay. I just remembered what song I wanted to choose anyway, because I forgot it was my week. It is your uh, week. I was like, uh, I was like, it's oh my god, your week, you one. little freak. And I was like, okay, I got it, I got it, I got it. Don't worry. Um, my fave show was probably the first one that I did. I guess technically it wasn't my first one because I had done like a little like open mic thing here, or like I did a backyard show. But like my first like full venue show where I'm on the bill and all of that was definitely my favorite because there were like all of my best friends were there and they happened to like two friends who lived in California, both happened to be in New York that weekend. Oh, so cool. it was just like, so cool to see them and all these other people. Cause I felt like that was my like debut. Like I had happily ever after out. And I think he didn't want me. wasn't even out yet. It was about to come out. And um, yeah, I did like unreleased songs. And then when happily ever after came on, there were these two girls in the audience that I had never seen before in my life. And they were singing it back to me. What? And I was like, how do you know this? So and they cool. were like, I don't know. <laughs> um, because they didn't even come for me. But <laughs> Weird. they just happened to know the song because Spotify? it was on. Yeah, it happened to be on. Um, that was when it was on like a lot of Discover Weeklies. And right. like, it had just been on the astrology playlist, thanks to Chenny Nicholas. So, I mean, they came for another artist, but happened to know my song, which was crazy. But also, I mean, there were a bunch of people that did know the song that were singing. And I was just like, you know, your first live show to have people like singing your music, any live show to have, yeah, but especially your big first deal. one to have people singing it back to you is so amazing. Mm -hmm. um, so that was really special. And I mean, honestly, this last show was so good because it felt like the same kind of thing like eddie of the course. kid there from texas dougie driving up from dc like so many people um so yeah it's just that's my favorite part of shows is just seeing the people mm -hmm. and just getting to like hang out with everyone in a yeah. in this, like the same area too and like introduce friends to each other and like completely cute stuff there's a little cute. like community building that happens and it's a lot of fun which is why i'm like let's fucking get the okay great thing going because that yeah. way we don't have to music prep. tour okay great <laughs> to her i'm ready anyway. you know we'll we'll double book it here's what we'll do that's we'll go to good yeah so we can do our own thing and then also do music yeah. on the side or but i also got thinking what about doing or okay, okay great, great and putting it. a little music in the okay great thing but i don't know anyway we can all okay can, great can open it i think yes. yeah Open yes. the show. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, anyway, yeah. Um, embarrassing moment. You've done a lot of shows. Do you yeah. remember anything embarrassing happening? Well, again, that choir moment was something, but I will tell you in <laughs> um, 2019, I was performing uh, my show and um, my voice was really like going because this was near the end of the tour. And mm. um, at that point I was performing with the track at full vocal. So like essentially playing a full track with all of my vocals playing at full right. levels right, right, and then right. just singing with it because my voice was really starting to go. Um, and I think this might've been my second or second Nothing last. wrong with that. Um, so I went on stage and I opened with a song called Anyway. And I have this whole routine that I was doing with Anyway where like I would splash or mash flowers on the stage and everything. Yeah. And I'm singing and everything. And actually Gavin, my producer, had come to this show to watch. Cute. The song ends and I start talking and realize the mic has been off the entire song. 
Yeah. So I then it's like, oh, so Corey lip syncs because the mic oh, is fucking off. And I'm like, shit. So then I'm like this and the sound person turns it on. And I'm like, well, that's embarrassing. Um, <laughs> then just kind of like rolled with it. Uh, and, and then obviously they could hear me because the leveling of the microphone obviously they can set it so that you sit on top of the recording and it's right, not right, like right. too bad. Um, and afterwards I talked to Gavin and, uh, you know, I project quite a lot when I talk, uh, Gavin said that you could still hear me over top of the massive speakers <laughs> when I was singing anyway. So it's not that oh big. My deal. God. I'm a very loud singer. When I was in, um, doing shows in like in my teenage years, all the kids would get microphones in the shows and they would not give me one because everyone else could be heard. And I was always projecting to the point where they didn't need to give me, a, which I'm pissed about because honestly, when you're listening to a full show and the lead doesn't have a microphone, but everyone else does it, obviously it's going strange. to sound a little off, but apparently it was fine. So yeah, that's, that's an embarrassing moment for me. What about you? I don't really have many. The only one I could think of was, um, so at this last show, because we were going to do like cult prom, we were going to have more of a storyline, but things just got too stressful, um, in terms of like me being able to like plan stuff and like coordinate with everyone. Um, but originally I was go going to go on stage in my old man mask, which I did, um, and then take it off and blah, blah, blah. Cause I was like, well, when I first go up, you know, there's not going to be music playing. That will be my way to like, keep some mystery, even though they know it's me. So I can like hit play turn around, wait for the part when like the music really kicks up and then yeah. rip the mask off. But so the issue was I get the mic, I'm walking over there and the stuff has been moved a little bit to make room for like the person before me. Right. And now it's behind like the projector and the projector is going down. So I'm like crawling under the projector, opening the computer. Then I realized the cord that I had to plug in wasn't there. So I'm like stalling on the mic, like talking like an old grandpa. I'm like, <laughs> hey, I just got a new Mac today. Oh One my second. God. And like, I'm like <laughs> spitballing whatever. And then the sound guy runs up and he's like, the cord's over here. And I was like, oh my God, the cord's in the exact same spot. It's just that like they moved my computer. So I was like, whatever. And then I walk over and remember the projector's down, but also I have a mask on now. And, you know, I'm not like flustered, flustered, but I'm like, you know, I'm trying to rush because we're on like a very tight schedule with this show. So I'm like, and I hit my head on the projector in the grandpa mask. And Amazing. I think then everyone thought I was probably like really like embarrassed and like about to cry or something. I was fine. I thought it was funny. Um, but yeah, everyone was like, it's okay. You got it. Don't worry. Oh my God. And I was like, no, it's okay. Don't worry. Don't make it worse. Um, I know. Don't make it worse. <laughs> yeah. Like you don't have to encourage me. I'm not like an eight year old yeah. show who just like, I don't know, whatever. Um, but I mean, it was nice that they wanted to encourage me. And then also what was embarrassing was because I had been nervous all day by the end of my first track, which was just a minute, literally a minute of perks, I was out of breath. I think because I had been like, that's <gasps> adrenaline that's moving around all day. Yeah, so it's, a, it's a lot. The, yeah. this, this set, you know, it, it was it was a good set, but it started off with some like I was like, how am I going to get through this? I'm out of breath. I got 29 minutes to go, but it was a lot of fun. And, you know, uh, I wish someone got the part where I hit my head. Yeah, me too. I feel like that's worth the price of admission. <laughs> I that just remembered, 
I'll, when I'm preparing to, I'll generally do burpees and sing through a song while doing burpees in order to like get the physical aspect of it together because you're going around the stage. You don't sometimes know how you're going to move and everything, but if you're like, no, that's true. Singing and doing like hardcore exercising at the same time, it can really boost your endurance. You, and yeah. Get you. Yeah. I guess kind of jumpstart too. It's no, yeah, that's it's, smart. It's, it's cause I mean, I've been practicing a lot and you know, I, I, I work out a little, Mm-hmm. So like I was like, but at the same time, that's the tough thing because you do things when there's an audience that you don't normally do when you're practicing. I you mean, know? that's true. I was definitely yeah. probably moving a little more. Like I was like, oh, I forgot to like put the mic. Like I was holding the mic the whole time, even though I meant to like put it in the stand for you right. know, a couple songs. I'm like, take it slow or yeah. whatever. <laughs> like I think maybe once I hit my head, <laughs> you know, yeah. everything Thanks. went out the window yeah. a little bit. You know, I didn't um, even really start using a mic stand until like my second year of doing performing on my own. So I feel you there. Like, um, I thought for a long time that I, I needed to, to like, be like moving switch. around, but then I would pick out songs and methodically like that's where I would do the mic work and like you know just like right. whatever. So yeah, yeah. No, I feel you. That's how I felt because I'm like my first show. I was standing at the mic the whole time because the stage was really small. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess I could have like taken it out and walked in the audience or something. Um, and then the second show, I held the mic the whole time and I was like, I really don't like that. So I was like, I want to make sure to switch it up this time, but I didn't switch it up. <laughs> well, there's always Sunday. <sighs> um, excuse me. Is it time um, for our song of the week? I think it is. Okay. So what song did you choose for <laughs> the song of the week? For the Pesos? song of the week. Um, well, I got to see this artist. Uh, I don't even know. The time of everything is so confusing when we I know. This. It, it I guess like it was a, a week ago at when mm-hmm. we're recording this. Yeah. Um, I got to see this artist that week and is it's Vardon Aurora's new song, Ooh. City Scaries. I still haven't watched the video. Don't kill me. I need to go watch it. I should go watch I it. I haven't right seen now. the video either um, yet, but I've heard the it's, song. It's really, it's, really great. And the video is very like um from the like teasers, which I have seen, it's very like horror movie. Yeah, like screen and, like, playing on that. Type. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I'm very right on excited. brand for the Halloween season. That's also true because mm-hmm. I think it, it was yeah like October first at midnight probably that it came out. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. Um, but yeah, it's cute. It definitely is like a different feel. It's a little more like dark, kind of like the bedroom hip hop pop type of thing. Right, right, um, right. And I think it's very sexy. So let's play it. Yay! Here we go. Those Sunday scaries on a Friday afternoon. Start the party early so it won't fade away too soon. I know that you'll be gone when Monday comes around, so I get those Sunday scaries on like every afternoon. Truth is, lately I'm afraid. I've been worried sick about what people might say I should go to bed, but instead I lie awake Thinking about something I did in eighth grade I'm sorry, did you say something? I couldn't hear you over the noise of these loud, loud thoughts I'm sorry, but I'm in my head Ka. And there we go. So everyone go check out the video. I'm going to do that actually after we finish our session. I know. Or maybe I should save it for a quarantine because... Oh, that's a good idea too. I know it's going to be a sexy one. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's all. That's all. Anything sexy you have coming up this week you want to talk about? 
anything fun? Um, I'm going home for things. I'm going to the cottage. Oh, for that's right. You're going to the cottage. So there will be plenty of content coming. Yeah. Um, it's supposed to rain all weekend, so I will be indoors with eight people uh, for the entire weekend. So looking forward to that. Um, <laughs> That'll be a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Have fun. Oh, we might sign on the house. We're just scheduling the day. Everything oh, nice. is like good to go we're just deciding between monday and wednesday and then we might have a house everyone yay so lots of updates next time we record ah! here oh, is God. what Let you guys can do for us you can follow oh, yeah. us on okay great pod you can go to patreon.com backslash kisos to uh watch the video back of this podcast which also includes footage that you have not heard in the audio recording. I think I should make yes. that clear. Also, go check out the OK Great list on Spotify. Um, yes. All of our favorite songs are playing on there. And that's really it, I think. That's it. All right. It. Happy Thanksgiving to all my Canadian friends. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.